Hi, and welcome to the Moms in Business podcast. I'm Jade. And I'm Allison. We are two moms navigating the working world, and we wanted to create a community where moms in business can share and learn from one another and validate that you are doing a great job. So grab a drink and enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to our second episode of Moms in Business podcast. I'm Jade. And I'm Allison. And we are moms in business. Um, thank you so much for coming to our second episode here where we're going to be talking about something that I think a lot of moms in business deal with. And um, I guess we'll just kind of start off with just what we're doing, what we're up to. So Jade, <laughs> this morning you seemed a little upset. I might have been. <laughs> um, so just the day to day, I think it's been a rough Today's only Tuesday, but our kids started new classes at daycare. Um, everybody's getting sick, whether it be just in past years, it's a cold. And now it's, is it a cold? Is it RSV? Is it COVID? And it's just, my kid has a runny nose. And I think it just wears on us moms because I have to go to work because, you know, we mm-hmm. are moms in business. Yes. And so... That just kind of got to me today, along with some work stuff. So, yeah. But I shook it off, and here we are on our episode. And your eyebrows look absolutely fabulous. You got them microbladed. No, you got them shaded. There is a difference. but um, And you can do a combo. I learned all of this yesterday. So um, I have been wanting to get my eyebrows done for over five years, but you cannot have your eyebrows done if you are pregnant or breastfeeding. So therefore it has taken me to this moment because I have not been not doing one of those two things, pregnant or breastfeeding for the last five years. And then you've also got to hold off on getting those. If you've done any type of like surgery, if you're on like blood thinners for a medical reason, if you are um, like, you have to coordinate your Botox and all that, like it's, it's a whole kit and caboodle. Like you've got to really schedule out this time. And then you got to kind of know, uh, that for the next couple of weeks, you're going to be looking a little bit like something going on. Yeah. So don't look at me yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, today they look fabulous. Like okay. today they're spot on. When I got mine done, it was like the first two to three days was like, Oh my gosh, I'm about this. And then you like start peeling and all like flaking. And then they, you see like chunks go, it's a little stressful, like day seven, just like emotionally prepare for day seven. All right. You're not helping me out. You're not building me up. <laughs> Sorry, but you're going to love them afterwards. I think you promised. <laughs> well, it's better than the, what have I drawn in today? Look, so <laughs> we're super pumped. But if you need a girl to do your eyebrows, Allison and I have the best girl. She's in Cincinnati. Jocelyn yes. at Brow Envy is where you need to go. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, Jocelyn. So... I have been dealing with my son having been sick for about five weeks straight uh, with the whole daycare thing. And then finally, about two weeks ago, he was completely better. He was doing phenomenal. He's just turned eight months old today. And it was like for literally five whole weeks, daycare would call me every single Monday and be like, he's got a fever. He's got a really bad cough. He's very fussy. Okay. So then I feel like I haven't been able to work for forever. But then last week, you know, Delta variants going around and we get a message that says that someone in his home room got it. It was a mistake. No one in his home room got it. 
Okay, so there is a new type of mom anxiety if you're working in your kids in daycare, and it's the message from daycare. So a couple of my friends were like, you're not allowed to send a message through that app because we all get like, there's a message. What is it? Are we shutting down? Is there a kid sick in my room? And it's like, I can't handle like the the text message. You have a message from daycare. Yes, that's exactly (laughs) what it is too. I get on there and I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So he's sick again. It's Monday. I'm going to be taking him home for the whole week. Um, and usually it's Reagan fell because she tripped over her own foot and she hit her head on the carpet. So that's what I end up getting. But it's still it's like no whammies, no whammies, no whammies when you open your daycare box. So, yeah. But that leads us into what we were going to talk about today, which is what every mom has, like you said, is mom guilt. It's a major topic that I feel like we talk about and we make mention of, but we don't really do anything about it necessarily. And I honestly feel like some people even start to hide what they're actually feeling when they feel mom guilt, almost like they're ashamed of it. Yeah, there should be no shame in your game because every mom has mom guilt, or I guess they should. Maybe they shouldn't, you know, dwell on it, but I think you're only being a human and being a great mom if you're questioning yourself being a mom and having the guilt. Now, dads, on the other hand, I haven't met a dad that has dad guilt. I don't even think that's a thing. So they should get some guilt. (laughs) (laughs) You can take a little bit of my guilt. Now, you know, there, there's times where, you know, Matt has a really long day. Matt's my husband and he has a really long day and he's like, man, I've missed my family so much, but it wasn't like, man, I've been working all day. I should have been home and cleaning and doing the dishes and doing something with my kid and reading to them and homeschooling and all this kind of stuff. It's, I miss my family. Yeah, but kids don't give their dad the guilt either. So like Kyle can be gone all day long and, or he'll be leaving and they're not at his leg. Like, where are you going? I have to literally like crawl out on the floor on my foreleg, you know, on my hands and knees. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes, the last time I was a man, now I'm an animal. But like, literally it's like, I have to sneak out of my home because my kid's like, oh no, mom's leaving again for work. Why does mommy always have to work? And now it's getting bad enough as they get older and they tell you their guilt, like they give you the guilt themselves. And so it just makes it worse. So yeah, I could definitely Um, see that just like listening to it in my head, just it breaks your heart. You know, you're walking away. Why does mommy have to go to work? And you're like, because I want to give you everything. Do and you like the roof on your head? On your yeah. head? Do you <laughs> like all these things you have? So if you do, mommy's going to go to work now. Yeah. Um, but we did a poll on social media about how often do you have mom guilt? Mm-hmm. Um, we had one amazing person that has work-life balance. and Go you, girl. Yeah. Like, I need, I need to, we need to chat. You but. need to be on this podcast and let us know where that balance came from. Um, most said they had it daily and some even said, you know, multiple times a day. And I, I'm in the probably multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean I'm like overanalyzing the mom guilt all day long? No, but I have it. It's there. It's always right. in the back of your head. And you're so. busy all day long too. So to say like dwell on it, sure. Like you leave in the morning and they say, why does mommy always have to go to work? Or I don't want to go to daycare today. Or Briggs, he did something super cute. And now I'm like, oh, I'm just so sad because I would rather be here all day with you. But then you're at work and you enjoy what you do and you are working on. But then as you have time during the day, those little pockets where just like, I should be home. I should have done this. You just like, it, it kicks back into your brain every once in a while, all day. 
Yeah, and then social media doesn't help because you see the mom that's got their kids at, like, the water park or something on a Tuesday, and you're like, oh, well, my kid's at daycare. But yeah. That's one good one good thing that gives you mom guilt. So what else? what else gives you mom guilt as a new mom? Oh, my gosh. Just so when I took maternity leave, I had a deal that was not going great. It's on the top five least favorite. Loved my clients. They That wasn't it. But that was during my maternity leave. And so my number one experience with mom guilt was that I was taking my newborn to the office or taking calls with my newborn or going out to showings or things like that while I probably should have just been on maternity leave and enjoyed those days. And I came back to work full time at about eight weeks. And looking back on it now, it's not like that did anything for my job necessarily. It's not like that propelled me into the future. Like I did 20 deals in the next five weeks because I came back at eight weeks instead of at 12 weeks. So my number one experience with mom guilt was not taking enough maternity leave, not really treasuring the moments that we had together and kind of just more getting into like a depressive state where I was just like, I'm not doing anything all day. He's too little to do anything. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm bored. I'm this and that. And I should be doing so much more. And then go figure someone on social media was literally doing deals in the hospital before her C-section. That's not what I was doing. That was me. (laughs) Yeah, that was that was Jay. It wasn't you though. It wasn't you that I was thinking oh, of whenever I said that. I had some work. I had saying I remember I gave birth to Mac and then I was texting a client at, in the hospital and then so, Diana I think told him that I was just having a baby and he's like I'm so sorry. I'm like, "Well, I didn't tell you." <laughs> like you had no idea until someone else did. But yeah, that was the opposite of mom guilt but work guilt because I feel like as a female to be successful and compete against men that I don't want my being a mom to change how I do business. And so then it gives you both work and mom guilt because I end up doing things like that. Um, Because, you know, I feel like in general, men can go to work and not think about anything else besides work. Whereas as moms, you're thinking about what are we going to have for dinner? What is my baby doing right now? Should I be checking on my baby at daycare? Should I be doing something different? Am I preparing them for the rest of their life successfully? Why are you thinking about Mm -hmm. that on a Tuesday? You know, like, why are you thinking about that when nothing crazy is going on? But it's just like, am I doing all of the right things all the time? No. So again, on our poll, some people um, told us what gave them mom guilt. And they were interesting because they were kind of all over the board. Um, So we had one that said, um, obviously, the working mom. And then one said, not attending to their emotional needs. And I feel like she's one of my favorite moms because she kind of gets deeper than other people. Um, She's like my mom goal, one of them. I got a handful of those women that you're like, who's your mom goal? Um, But she's right because you don't even think about when you have a mom when you're a mom, you just want to keep them safe. Like, you know, you got to keep them clothed and like alive. But then really when you become a mom, it's so much more. We have to make these little humans, like good humans in the society that we're in today. And so it's a whole lot more than just you're cranky and you're crying. Well, maybe I need to take the next step and talk to them about maybe they're just hangry or maybe I need to feed them. Why they, did they have a bad day at school, but they're two. So they're not going to tell me that. And I, I'm just tired and stressed. And so, and then the next thing on that too, is that 
we all know that our actions speak so much louder than our words do. So if I'm acting a certain way, how am I imposing that on them and, mm-hmm. and their behavior? Am I encouraging that behavior because I'm tense? When I was on maternity leave and all I could do all day long was Google how to literally be perfect. And it was like, always have good energy and like, don't breastfeed if you're in a bad mood. And it's like, it literally pisses me off every time I have to try. So how is that a thing? You know, and, mm-hmm. and even more so with kids that can really start mirroring your behaviors, like at your kid's age, you're older yes. too. I know it's got to just be difficult because you want them to have certain behaviors, but then it's like, am I doing those behaviors? Yeah. Very true. Um, another one said, um, you know, ordering out food and not cooking. Um, yes. so I pride you on that too, because I don't have mom guilt on that <laughs> because I'm like, I could work and I can be a good mom and, but I can't be Susie homemaker. It's just not my style. So, right. That, you know, I do want to eat, the, have them eat healthier. So I feel bad about some of that, but definitely. So that one was a good one for me. Um, and like some people will puree their babe, their little bitty babies food from like fresh vegetables and whatever. I have the hardest time doing that. I don't want to pick him fresh carrots and broccoli and all this kind of stuff whenever he's this little, just for him to play in and then throw it down to the dogs. Why can't I just give him some puffs and everybody just be okay? Well, I did that with my first one. Started oh. it with the second one, and then poor Mackie didn't get any homemade baby food. So, <laughs> so, um, so my favorite though was losing my crap. So, a mom yeah. said that, and that probably is one of my number one mom guilts, um, besides working. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I, I get where you're coming from now with. Him being eight months old, last night was a good example. It's 8.30. It's supposed to be his bedtime at about 8.30 because that's, I actually took that note after you where our jobs kind of lean more towards we're going to be working in the evening. And so I put him to bed at 8.30 instead of 6.30 or 7.30. So I actually have some time with him on a consistent basis without having to change his schedule. So last night it's 8.30, but I'm wiped. I was exhausted by 8.30 and he hadn't gotten a bath yet. He hadn't done anything yet because we had dinner late, this whole big thing. And then I felt so guilty because I just, 8.30 rolled around and I said, nope, you're just going to bed. We did not like do our normal nighttime routine. I was just so fed up and so exhausted that I just wanted to throw him in bed Mm -hmm. and call it a day. Well, at least he's eight months old. So you're good at that age. He doesn't know the difference. So Mm -hmm. you'll be fine. Then they'll be like four or eight and you're like, no, you're just going to bed. <laughs> um, but no, I, on the, on the losing my crap though, it's like, my husband makes fun of me. Cause like bath time is the worst for me is it's a prime example. My children will listen to me. And then I give them this pep talk. I'm like, all right, guys, I give myself a pep talk. We're going to have a good bath. Mom's like, I'll lose her crap. And I'm like, all right, now get in the bath, sit down, don't get up, don't splash your sister, don't do this. And then it just goes downhill because they don't listen. And then I'm like, have to turn into the crazy psycho mom that yells. And why do they not listen to you until you do that? So, but then they listen to you. And then, but then I'm like, okay, great. They did. Then I get mom go because I'm like, I'm a freaking adult. Like I should have been able to handle my emotion better to not lose my crap. And that's a daily thing with me. I, but I, I don't feel like it there. I totally get where you're coming from, but I definitely see where you would just lose your crap at some point because 
how how could you not? You've got so much patience and you've got a you have a bucket of patience every single day. And usually it's in the form of coffee. And if you're already at the end of the day, that bucket is empty AF. <laughs> then you get switched to a new bucket. It's called wine. <laughs> wine before bath time is probably the best option. I need to start doing that and then after bath time. Maybe we'll all have a better bath. Yeah. There we go. Fix okay, so the one way to cope is just go to the wine earlier. <laughs> Drink. I don't know. Let's not do that. Like, let's not make that your normal. Yeah, we're not encouraging issues. But um, some people, what do they say? Um, how'd they cope the most? Well, so there was actually a couple more that what gave you the most guilt. Um, and a lot of it was enjoying your work and not wanting to be a stay-at-home mom or Susie homemaker or that just not being who you are, but feeling a lot because of social media pressures. And maybe you've got some friends that are, you know, stay-at-home moms that are doing really great at it, things like that, that just make you feel like that's what you should want to do as a mom. But then you really enjoy what you do and you enjoy working in the business side. And so it's difficult. Yeah, I think stay-at-home moms have their own mom guilt, too, because oh they, you know, we always say the grass isn't greener on the other side. In the perfect world, we none of us have to make money, and we all have balance and everything, So, mm-hmm. but that's not the case. So um, I enjoy my job, and it makes me a better mom, um, and hopefully one day mm-hmm. when my kids get older, it'll make them want to do good in the world and be successful at what they decide to do. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Um, but again, we still have mom guilt about it. Right. So it's that's really a double edged sword. Yeah. I so, guess it really is just trying to find that balance and giving yourself the time. Um, but I don't then think the, we're going to eliminate mom guilt. Like that's yeah. not the goal. So I guess the goal would be how to cope with it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And how to cope with it is probably one of the most difficult things. Actually, on my poll, I, I didn't have any moms respond <laughs> with how they're coping. And I think that that's very reflective of the responses that I got on my other polls saying all the issues that they were having. And then no one really knows how to cope. I had one lady say she has mom guilt with her grandchildren. (laughs) So she is, you know, still guilty about not being able to be there for her daughter and all of her grandchildren, because she's also one of the best and involved grandparents that I know. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I will say that I, just a few weeks ago, what was struggling, struggling at work, struggling at home. I was angry all of the time. And I do feel this is a whole nother podcast topic, but there's definitely like postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, postpartum rage. We're going to have to have a whole postpartum podcast because it it's awful. It's so much different than I ever would have imagined because I was talking with one of my mom friends and we were literally talking about how in high school and even just after high school, there was no such thing as anxiety, never felt anxiety. And then got married, grew up, got a career, got a baby. And now it's like, that's all that there is. And so talking with her and then all of that showed that I was just kind of like at a breaking point. So I think one of my coping mechanisms that I just recently found was we went to the lake and the lake does not have service. I had to completely unplug And when we were out on the water, it was just me and my baby on the water. We were having an absolute blast, drinking a little bit with friends and family, just having a really good time and getting away, a breath of fresh air, changing up the routine a little bit. That made a huge difference. And ever since then, I've noticed a big change in my mood. Well, I'm glad you can have that with your child. 
Because I go in yeah. with mine, but I have three, four, and under. So it's more of a trip, and I come back more stressed than when I go away. So yeah. you're at a good stage on that. But you'll be in a bit of a different space. So what do you do? What do you try to do to kind of interject and cope? Um, I think, well, stepping away and being okay. So I might have the mom guilt out the door, but like Saturday night, a friend of mine, we went and hit golf balls and then had drinks. Mm -hmm. So I got to do something that I enjoy doing. Um, I didn't put my kids down to bed. So that was a plus because that's a stressful time in our day. Um, but just getting out the door and doing it. So that time away helps me a lot. Um, and then just the validation with other moms. So if it's having some wine with a mom or just a phone call, I stopped in the other day at Big B after dropping my kids off. And unfortunately, two of my friends um, were there and they got to listen to me vent and they might think I'm crazy after that. But I, I appreciated them taking the moment because yeah. they too were having some of the same issues. So just mm -hmm. I don't know, airing it with um, like-minded moms is... And kind of on a personal level, I feel like your mom community is a little bit larger and stronger than mine is being a new mom. And I didn't go to school in the area. So it's just, it's very, it's a whole new territory for me. I feel like you do have like a good group of moms that you could talk to. And that's kind of your personality type too. You're very much a networker and being able to come together as a community, I feel like is very reflective of how you are as a person. Well, and I think if you're not that person, that's one thing you need to step outside the box and try to find. Um, being first time mom is harder being, you might, you know, it's hard to talk to with COVID too. Like the moms that pick up their other kids and mm. they're he's only eight months old. So having a playmate with an eight month old's kind of not really and like honestly, the there's a lot of dads picking up babies mm -hmm. in the, in the infant room. I don't know why that was weird to me, probably just because of societal norms, but it, like I've literally met more dads. Well, so this is obviously too, we're going to get off on a squirrel here, but it's hard to have a mom squad and I work hard at that, you know? Um, you and you want to make sure that your moms are like-minded like you, like if there's a mom in your group that brings more stress to the group, you know, then that's really, you know, life is short, but um, my sister-in-law is funny because my brother was like, you need some more mom friends. <laughs> and she's like, I'm fine. I like my life, you know? So he was, I forgot where he was, maybe work. And he met this lady and he was like, oh my gosh, my wife would love you. And he gets her phone number. <laughs> okay. Like, so he sets his wife up on a blind date with oh another gosh, mom friend. Date. Yeah. No, she was not happy. Oh <laughs> she was not going on some blind mom date. So, and she does. Now her kids are in um, activities and she has her own mom squad. However, you have your mom squad, but I thought it's funny. It's hard to make funny. mom friends out there. And it's definitely hard to make mom friends out there. I actually, I did because I'm the one that doesn't really want to do that. I am, I went outside my comfort zone and there's this sweet girl that's pretty close to my age that my husband, I think went to school with. And we just follow one another on Instagram. And she posted something really sweet on her Instagram story. And I said, today's the day. And I buckled up and I said, do you want to go get coffee with me? I was so nervous, literally like beating sweat messaging this. And she messaged back right away. And she was like, oh my gosh, that sounds like so much fun. And that was hugely eye-opening because I feel like I almost feel like imposing 
if I'm asking someone to just like be friendly with me, I feel like I'm pretty friendly. Did you I go? Just, we're not there yet. Okay. We we did schedule it though. It's scheduled for next week. Okay. So next podcast, she's gonna follow up and let us know how her coffee date went yeah. with her mom friend. <laughs> <laughs> my, my second mom friend. Well, you're also young, so you'll get lots of mom friends. Yeah. When you end up hanging out with who your kids hang out with and whatever, if they're on a baseball team, you know, that's gonna be your new mom friends. Yeah. You're spending a lot of time together. So yeah. Um what are some other ways? Um, that we can cope with our mom guilt. Yeah, for me, it's it's that time away, just unplugging and giving myself a little bit of grace on just your, my definition of perfect is not perfect to somebody else. So what, what does that matter? You know, me being completely on top of it, 100% on my game, someone else is going to judge me for whatever I chose to do anyway. So no matter what, your decisions are personal. And all that matters is that you and your baby are taken care of. And so I think that forming your own opinions and forming your own habits is definitely the best route as opposed to trying to feed off of someone on social media and do what they do. So what you're saying is my friend Jenny, her way she copes is she obsesses about it and she buys things on Amazon. So there's two ways. Okay. And they're both fine. Or Target. (laughs) Uh Okay. So. If your way to cope is go out with friends, take a night away, um, just kind of go to the lake, um, grab some wine, or go buy things on Amazon, you just got to figure out what works for you because the guilt's not going away. Guilt's not going away. Finding your own habits, what you truly enjoy, and thinking about that internally, I think, is the number one way to find what helps you cope. Yep. And all your kids love you. They're a great mom. You are a great mom. So You're a great mom. You're a great mom. Oh my gosh. Look at us. Well, thank you so much for listening to episode number two of Moms in Business podcast. We hope to see you next time, as well as we would like for you to share this podcast with someone who needs it. Help us grow our community of moms supporting one another. And have a great week. Have a great week. <laughs> In a phase of life where time is precious, thanks for choosing to spend your time with us. We hope you've enjoyed and laughed with us in this podcast and look forward to connecting with you in the future. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast with another mom who needs to hear it. See you next time. Bye.